0: Come at you live from DNHQ3 in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. That's a bell, and we are powered by the Overtime Podcast Network. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? It's your boy, I'm Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on the Twitter and the Instagram. Did you slip a bell in there this time? I did slip a bell.
1: All right. Um, <laughs> did you want more? No, that's it. That's all I had. I am Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, it's cold outside. It's December, somehow it became the December month. Yeah, you know what that means. Cold st- hot, warmer stove. fire stove. When the weather gets cold, the stove gets hot., oh, oh, that was really good. You should put that on a shirt or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Scott Boris. I deserve that. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me.
0: (laughs) But we are going to preview the winter meetings that are coming up next week, and I guess we'll be doing our next show like knee deep in the winter meetings when everybody is going to sign with L.A. Uh, We also have to honor our fallen hero, James Garcia, Yimmy himself, Yimmy in the flesh. Hit the button. Um, uh, I don't know. Sad trumpet. That one? It literally says sad trombone. Uh, that, That one? Like, oh, this! There it is. One. It's a bugles. It
1: Sad bugle.
0: Also, a whole bunch, including Yimmy. Uh, there are a whole bunch of new free agents out there, and more, and more that we will talk about more. Uh, a good slip of the bell says Michelle Carter. Uh, wow. We do not have Rendon, Cole, or Strasburg yet. It's about, so we can't do anything of like that, but we can tell you for one second here, I want to talk about Vivid Seats. It's the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. Brooke, do you want to go to any events? Do you I do any? want to go to events, I yeah. bet you do. Well, you can sort and price and uh, look for tickets and in the section and in the row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app that's on your
1: damn phone. That's right. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now even has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. It's called Vivid Seats Rewards. <laughs> That's right. Go to the App Store, Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and
0: games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. So download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. And you know, when it's time to buy, we have uh, we have a promo code. Do we? We have a promo code. It's Overtime. That's O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. You use that. Promo code at checkout, and you can receive a discount of up to $100. That's just like mom used to make. That's a lot of cash. So, uh, Ryan Moore is, is leading us off here with a, a fire question. Is Why the bleep did we re-sign Scott Alexander? What do you, what do you think about Scott I was really Scotty? confused
1: about the anger behind that. First of all, let me point this out first. First of all, the man has options. <laughs> so it, there's no reason for him to, if he's bad, he won't be on the team come the start of the season he has options what does it matter he costs under a million dollars no one oh it was under it was 875 or something like that wasn't it your boy barnsey got the 1.1 mil oh yeah if anything be mad about that one guys come on and then (laughs) you know scott alexander over like the course of his career has had one of the highest ground ball percentages of all relievers he's not a loogie everyone thinks he's a loogie but he's not since that rule's dead or that the new rule kind of makes a loogie useless now yeah so he's literally a no-risk and potentially high-reward guy. It makes sense. There's no money. There's no risk involved in this at all. Gary's hiding off in the corner. Gary, you seem like you had something you wanted to say
0: about Scotty Alexander. He just doesn't like him. He's my son's least favorite player. <sighs> Wait, uh, um, oh, if um, Lucas doesn't like you. Uh, I don't know if I have. Do I have a dun-, dun? There it is. Knock off, dun dun dun. What did what did he ever do to
2: Lucas? Every time he came in uh someone hit a home run off him or no you're, key play. So I think it's Lucas actually. So we got re- Lucas is his bad luck. <laughs> I know Lucas is. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's Alexander. But but so the
0: Dodgers did sign uh or or extend a contract or come to an agreement, I should say with Alexander with uh with Barnes. But uh a whole hell of a lot of people became free agents on Monday. What what the hell happened there, Brooke?
1: Uh, yeah, they became free agents. My favorite time is the, uh, is the not, so I just picture like Andrew Friedman. He doesn't get all excited when, you know, free agency opens up or anything like that, or any of the big names like Bryce Harper and those guys in the past coming onto free agency. He doesn't get excited about that. He gets really excited the night before when players have to be tendered contracts or released. (laughs) <laughs> he gets so excited about that, and he just knows that's where he's going to get all his good players for the next year. And there was actually this year, I feel like more there's than an any year before, exceptional amount of talent. There is a, I mean, you could build a great team with the, with the people who got non. <laughs> you could build didn't a forty man roster with it. You really could, yeah. So <laughs> because I mean, there's 40. you look at all these guys who didn't get tendered contracts, and there's some pretty significant names in there, and a lot of them were pretty surprising, including a guy who got an MVP vote. <laughs> Shout out to your boy, Kevin Pilar. Shout out to Kevin Pilar. Is it Uh, Kevin?
0: It is Kevin. Yeah,
1: uh, let's be Frank Pod tuning in six two six and the three one zero. Get it because they're from different areas. Oh, I wow, get it, my boy by, by the, the way, franchise. guys, check out the franchise's new fire merch. I love that stuff. I did bought you, the franchise. You, shirt. you did? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. get the support your local podcast one. I was going to do that one, but I was like, that's too like on the nose for me because like I run a podcast.
0: I know. Hey, we, can we get one of those? But that also says at Blue Heaven Pod. That would be nice. We appreciate it, Frank's.
1: I had to get the franchise one because that's like
0: more it's fire supporting. That's a fire shirt. They yeah. don't. They don't come in double X beautiful.
1: I got it in large...
0: But what we're seeing, 40 dudes hit the open market. And I like Kenny Rosenthal today. I think it was today he came out with a post. Uh, well, it was it was sort of along the lines of... Or had to do with something he read or heard from Jeff Passan over at the ESPN. But... Like you're seeing this many people hit the market or or, or flood the market really our clubs the wonder is our clubs gaming the system right now if you have so many people that are released into the into you know into the bloodstream here I guess um like that that's got to bring down the asking price of a lot of people
1: yeah I think. Uh, you know, we're not looking at the biggest free agency class of all time, or not even the best free agency class of all time. That's arguably happened over the past couple of years. Um, but it is one of those free agency classes where there's some guys that could, could get some fat contracts. I mean, you're looking at, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but you look at the contract of guys like Zach Wheeler, who are mm-hmm. supposed to be getting over $100 million for Zach Wheeler. He apparently already has like an offer in hand. Which to me, no. I'm like, what did they offer him a 25 year contract? <laughs> or what, what's going on here? A hundred million dollars for Zach Wheeler? Like, the dude has not been. I mean, he has. He's like one of those guys that has the stuff. Like, he could definitely be good. But I mean, he plays for the Mets. Maybe that's why he hasn't been good. You know, nobody wants to play good for the Mets. No. But definitely, uh, they don't teach them how to play good in the Mets. Is that? Is that? I think that's. Yeah, I think that's that how it that goes. Happens? Um, But you look at the market for guys like him and Nick Castellanos and and, uh, what's the guy we hate? What's his name? Madison Bumgarner. Oh, they're going to say Travis Darnot. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that, guys. That's, I'm, that's I'm still just mad. you. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're looking at Wheeler, Wheeler's going to get, you know, probably five years, $100 million somewhere. That's probably the offer that he's already gotten. <clears throat> and it's like, man, you're offering Zach Wheeler $20 million a year for five years, a guy who can't really stay healthy and yeah. has been really up and down, like, very dramatically, and you're going to give him $20 million a year? And that's the weird thing now. We're seeing the way the market's going. Like, people a few
0: years ago wouldn't get that kind of guaranteed money, but now it's like... Oh, so Strasburg's coming off of one his like really only extended healthy season, uh, definitely at least in a while, and you know you're expecting him to get what more, more than the hundred mil he left on the table, which I don't blame him. Again, you'll never blame him because one he can definitely get more money guaranteed, but but also they the the Washingtons were. They had the whole back... Uh, back. Uh, what the hell i am trying to think of right now? Backlogging his contract? I can't yeah. think of the word right uh, now. But backloading. Backloading. Backrevving. But yeah, they were
2: going to pay Butt most grabbing. of
0: that <laughs> butt-grabbing. Yeah, they were going to Bobby Bonilla, the poor kid. And I don't blame <laughs> you for wanting to leave that. But um, Jose Rod says uh, it's going to be 10 years for $100 million for <laughs> <laughs> for your boy, Zach Wheeler there. But they're... I mean, yeah, there are already an exceptional amount of uh, talented players out there, but we're also seeing, again, with all these these non-tendered players, or or the trades that led up to to some of these non-tendered players, like like the the Orioles are getting a lot of crap right now for that Villar trade. <laughs> You go from one franchise as bad as the Orioles, and and somehow Miami is an upgrade. I guess that's good for him, but like, how bad are you making it apparent that you're punting just to to save up? I mean, to be fair with Baltimore, they're so far gone; they need like a full on restoration. They need
1: like a decade to come back. <laughs> they, they really do. That's unfortunate for them. But Miami, Miami made out like thieves this past week. They got uh, what's the big dude's name that got kicked by Manny? You know, oh,
0: oh, Jesus Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah,
1: yeah, they got him for nothing. They got VR. Did you see? Did
2: you see, did you
0: see Cut Four like put their fake hats on him and whatnot? Those they some looked, look ugly looking dudes. They looked very depressed. <laughs> they Both of them. Depressed. They were like
1: Miami Perez. <laughs> we hate Miami. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, SD Dodger Tim makes a good point. He says, uh, you know, mediocre teams paying huge money for barely above average players always works out well. Yeah, said in jest. Oh. You know, because um, uh, he's uh, not serious. Wait, you're saying that was a joke? Yeah. yeah. It typically doesn't work out well. Like, like paying you. a lot of money to
0: Travis for Darnot. Travis Darnot, <laughs> a terrible catcher. That's okay. There's a compressor. I'll turn up the, the compressor on his channel. I'm a, I'm a compressor. Thank you. Thank you. Of the 40 that hit the open market, oh, oh, there are a few names that are really, really intriguing. I think oh, of most intrigue for the Dodgers and for, for people that have been around this organization, as long as we all have, we know the way the far or not the Farhand, Farhand's friend, the Andrew Friedman operates. The laptop. Blake, <laughs> Blake Trinan is a thousand percent the most Dodger type dude you're ever
1: going to see. I don't think there has ever been a more Andrew Friedman player in the history of baseball players. Actually, he, he's a he's a sinker ball dude. He's got that. Like, how I mean, how does your ERA jump by almost four full runs? Well, he I with mean, a shoulder
0: injury, he That's had a,
1: yeah, he had injury riddled year. His walk percentage skyrocketed. His mm-hmm. barrel percentage skyrocketed. His launch angle was twice as much as it was in the previous year, which was a very good year, mm-hmm. a very good year. So, I mean, he just struggled through 2019. There's no doubt about it. But it's surprising to me that the A's let him walk after a bad year like that, considering he's only a year removed from a borderline Cy Young reliever type of season.
0: Yeah, he he got like, I think he placed sixth or seventh in the Cy Young in 2018. He was an all-star in 2018, but the fact was he was going to command, what, like almost eight million dollars in arbitration, and they could have spread that out the way they did, and they went and re-upped with, with Jake Diekman for two years in the same amount. So I understand that it is the A's, and they are perpetually cheap.
1: Shout out to your boy, Billy Bean. In In 2018, he had a barrel percentage of like 2.1, which is – to put it in perspective, like way better than Kenley's barrel percentage at the top of his game. And on top of that, the weighted on base percentage of 0.187, top 1% of the league. That means he's one of the best pitchers in the league in 2018 in the American League. So you look at those numbers and then you look at 2019, which obviously was much worse. And you're like, all right, he had a bad year. Is that a guy you take a flyer on? Probably mm-hmm. is that a guy Andrew Friedman t- probably tries to take a flyer on? Almost 100% tries to. <clears throat> yeah, but
0: everybody's going to be in on him right now. Oh yeah, everybody should be in on that guy. There's no doubt <laughs> about gonna it. You're going to see the Yankees, they want like their eighth closer in the bullpen because they're not going to sign uh they're not going to sign Garrett Cole because they're afraid the 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 Dodgers and the Angels are going to come after him, but uh quick quick shout out here to Teresa Martinez. Uh she's checking in from Tucson, Arizona. So just happened to be on our on we happen to pop up on her Facebook, but she prefers listening to us in the morning on the drive to work. So, like, we're basically, I don't know, uh, we're Howard Stern. Do people still listen to us? We're Howard Arizona Stern? famous. Yeah, slap hands. I always wanted to be Arizona famous.
1: Thank <laughs> you, Teresa. I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> but uh, along the likes of Blake Trident, I mean, I'm really surprised to see Taiwan Walker hit the market, too. Of course, is he, he was, bringing his taco
2: truck with him. Yes.
0: Mm. Taiwan Tacos. You hear that, Gary? We got to sign him
2: because his name's Taiwan,
1: and he has tacos. This is Jay.
2: I don't care. It's, his name is Taiwan.
1: Oh, I get it. Much it's love, country,
2: country, fellow countryman, Taiwan Walker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> I mean, he just barely came back from missing, what, the better part of two years with, with Tommy John or something like that. But he's a dude who can get that ball up there over 100. Kind of surprised to see that, you know, somebody's going to take a run at him. They're going to have a lot of these guys, like another guy, Kevin Gosman. A lot of people I've seen. I'm mean, going to stop seeing a lot of people. Anyways, a lot of people, a tremendous amount of people. I keep, know a lot uh, of friends. <laughs> what, I keep, uh, what you keep seeing often enough with, with your boy over there. What's his face? The guy I was just talking about. Who we're talking about? Oh, I Kevin remember. Gosman. Uh, he went to Cincinnati late last season and was exceptional out of the bullpen. You wonder if he's one of those guys. Our guy, our boy Tim Rogers, the Dodger Tim, pointed that out in a fine article over at our dot today. You know, looking at some of the 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 better targets the Dodgers should look at from the the forty that hit the market, and, and Gosman is one of them. And I'm, you're seeing more people mention Gosman because he's. I think he's just a wipeout like like. Fastball splitter type dude that's it, and uh you know that's what what uh, Tim was pointing out, like you see somebody like on on San Diego, the Padres, they have kirby yates, and that's that's really what worked for Yates was just focusing on that fastball change up type pitch, which was a splitter, and you can be nasty with that man, so um with that said, Gosman's not coming to L.A. We're not going to make any major signings. Plus, are you happy? Let's say right now they go out and I've never get. never been happy. we know that. Yeah. Are you satisfied-ish enough if they go and add Kevin Gosman to the bullpen?
1: Like that was it? That's all they did? That
0: was their only bullpen move. Say, say the Dodgers go out and get Gosman yeah. and also, let's say they get Rendon. Let's say we get Rendon and, and Kevin Gosman. Is that enough?
1: I'd be happy with that. Oh. I'd be satisfied. Yeah. yeah. You, you get, said you, you get Rendon, you move him to third, you get Turner over to first, you get Bellinger more full-time in the outfield, you murder Jock or something. I don't know. I don't know what you do with him. Hey, man. We'll get to Jocktober in a minute. Yeah. A little bit later, but then but you, you know, season. I really think Joe Kelly is going to have a bounce-back year in the bullpen. I think we got a lot of good, really good bounce-back candidates for the bullpen. And, uh, you know, it's not really something you can rely on, but you can carry that all the way to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. 100% you can. So... I'm okay with that. I'd be 100% okay with that. I'd be 100% okay with just a Rendon signing at this point, honestly. Yeah. I don't I don't know when the last time we landed a big name. When's was the last time we landed a big name free agent? AJ Pollock. Yeah, was, was, <laughs> wasn't Pollock supposed to be that guy? No, he wasn't a big name. No, Everyone knew that.
0: Hey, man. Gold Glover, Silver that's Slugger, All-Star. Scott Boris. They signed a Boris free agent.
2: <laughs> that's Come true. On. We
0: did it. We won the offseason last year, and look what it got us. A first-round bounce. I can't even think of the last like big name free agent we signed. It's going to be Taiwan Walker, guys. I'm telling you, because uh, I, I like over here. Our, our our friend of the show, Moshe, brings up uh, Taiwan Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that, that sort of yeah. works. Well, like we'll uh, wait. I'm gonna give 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 the point for that one.
2: stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home
0: home. Uh, also amongst them as we get to our fallen hero very shortly in, in james garcia but uh uh, for, uh, former legend, former Dodger legend Charlie Culberson is a, is a free agent out there, so we should get Chuck Chuck Nasty back. Um, wait, I guess that's the other guy. No, uh, Steven Sousa, which was a big time punt for poor Arizona. Um, yeah, so those guys are out there. I don't think LA goes after uh, any of those types. It would just not. That's not the off season. That that is that is Ned Coletti in two thousand eight. Type move, not farhan in twenty nineteen. Damn it, far another Freedman. Friedman. Farhan, Farhan, Mike Farman. Yeah, I mean those type of dudes are hundred percent farhan. They're it's all far going hand. to San Francisco. Just whole new, um, whole Just new whole roster squad. over there. But most importantly, of the non tender deadline that passed on Monday, it spelled the end for our dear friend, the human home run machine. It, I would say human BP pitcher, but most of the time BP pitchers are are human. But uh, the sun rose, the sun set. For our friend Yimmy Garcia. That's uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, there's the, I'm pushing both of them. Right. He will no longer be serving up bombs for, Los, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. So Unless now he's we,
1: throwing them to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now we honor
0: him with a, a moment of silence and a shot in his honor of this fine Buchanan's Deluxe that was gifted to me from our, our, our friends of the show and our friends of Dodgers Nation, Tatiana Nerdy Dodger. And uh, come on, come on. You want to help me out there, Chief? And and well, and Kennedy smells like sadness. It smells like sadness.
2: <laughs> smells like sadness. Man, this the is, sad part is I don't have a cup. Oh, we wait! Need a beer. I just need a bottle. Oh, there you go.
0: Now people can enjoy now it on you the podcast. know. Now it's like you're here. I I feel really bad. Like I feel like this is the worst content we could have done. But you know what? It's about Yimi Garcia. He, he's been a Dodger since the year of our Lord 2014. twenty thousand and fourteen. Twenty thousand cheersies. So Yimi Garcia may he forever uh, live <laughs> alive. Forever, but he live in my mediocrity
1: forever. <clears throat> I feel that tasty living ugh, mediocrity forever. So yeah, Jimmy is no longer a Dodger. Let's talk Jimmy. Do you feel? Uh, <clears throat> I knew when I saw that. I knew of all people, you would be the most sad, and the most happy, and then the most sad. Describe when- your feelings. Walk me through the moment you found out. I was just like,
0: oh. There goes Jimmy. Did we get a post on that yet? <laughs> that, that's pretty much... That's how I look at all Dodger headlines yeah. now. It's like, is somebody on this? You
1: just don't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> just, I can't enjoy so somebody
0: anything. Somebody needs to be writing it's about It's like, that. ah, somebody write it. Where are you at, Dan? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much my life right now. But, I mean, it's interesting. You saw... you Anybody who's hung around with us and we see some some new, uh, new faces and new friends of the show hanging out with us tonight and we appreciate you all very much except for that one of you, but we we talked a lot of Yumi Garcia on this podcast this year and we were big time defenders and maybe me more so at different points in time I think I wrote a post, a post like at the end of May about you know you look at his ERA he's, he's pretty good he's good at what ultimately the job's about which is run prevention you look at the end of the season on paper he had a good year especially if it was like 20 years ago that is an exceptional reliever you just let walk away however you look at that FIP that's fielding independent pitching ERA the ERA is close to what five five Six or something like that. We called him the human home run machine because he gave up a solo shot almost guaranteed every time. And you know, I've I've seen some people. (laughs) Damn it, it's gonna be one of those shows. People have, I, you know, I posted about it on the social media machine and and I got some immediate defenders like, oh, people are going to be mad or they're going to rue the day that they were haters to Yumi Garcia. And I was like, for this one particular person, I was straight up like, hey, I was a big time defender of this dude for a long time, but the FIP don't lie. And it, James just wasn't good anymore. And do you need another one of these guys? Do you need another Garcia? And let's be real about it, Pedro Baez. Pedro Baez shouldn't really be that
1: eighth inning guy. You need that uh, another guy? They need somebody like Kevin Gosman. Jimmy Garcia is arguably the greatest postseason pitcher of all time, though. He has a perfect, pristine, zero ERA all-time playoffs. Minimum one inning pitched.
2: Tim just said that Pollock's not a Boris guy. You I lied he was to a me, Boris then. guy. I thought
1: the both of y'all guy. lied to me. I thought Boris was maybe Boris
0: was just there. I think Boris hangs out in
1: LA like often. You see him most I don't of the, know the time. He's at Anaheim games. I Dodger don't know games? why he would be there for the introduction of Pollock at the press conference for media, though. <laughs> That's yeah, really what he's doing. Maybe um, <laughs> pictures. Uh, no, he is, he's with Excel. He's with oh, Excel. Okay, That's who he's with. Microsoft? Ah. <sighs> I'm with Google Sheets. In your
0: face, suck up. I love G Sheets, baby. Bless up. Thank you, sir. Oh, Michael Appreciate Brantley it. is his agent. Michael Brantley? Brantley. No, he's, Michael he's, he's the outfielder. <laughs> yeah, he's the outfielder on them cheating Astros. The Cheastros. What the hell?
1: Mom. We're Sorry.
0: still we're still getting
1: pop-ups over there.
0: Anyways, back to Yimmy. Yimmy, yeah, uh, we're, we're getting, getting that. am you have you seen the You're going to regret it people?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. And you know, if yeah. you look at you look at Jimmy, you look at his uh, peripherals and you're like, this guy should be a good pitcher, but also I don't think he ever pitched a meaningful inning in his entire Dodgers tenure, which kind of makes me feel a little bit bad, but no, also like, speaks more to Dave Roberts than anything else. He like has a 14, tendency to do 15, that. 15 when he came up,
0: they, they gave him some, some pretty early, solid innings. Early on, yeah. But he
1: turned into like a choleric oh. where it was just like, a, hey, we're just going to put you in right now, which... <laughs> God, God, the way they handled Adam Clarek this year was just the most frustrating thing in my life. And like I I was saying, you
0: you look at the arms that are on there. There's Baez, there's Chargois, there's there's people like Casey Sadler, our friend Josh Spores. There's so many of these middling right-handed relievers with exceptional you know hashtag spin rate dudes but not really super reliable stuff so it's like do you need another one of those dudes uh, those
1: guys really are all the same person <laughs> yeah 100 percent. Really they're all are. the same
0: person it's just bias gets paid the most out of them uh you know it, it hit and that he gets point most crap <laughs> yeah it just hit that point where where Yimmy's time in LA was done and you know how many times have we seen this though like we're seeing the defenders we're seeing people say that we're going to regret it but you know feel that about some dude you know, a kid who came up with your team anybody that's on the Dodgers you feel you know that emptiness inside when they leave you you that know that emptiness
1: will always be there <laughs>
0: Think about it people were sad when they watched Joe Blanton leave he tanked the next season Brandon Morrow He's been hurt pretty much for all of, for, you know, outside of what, 20, 25 games, Brendan Morrow hasn't done anything. Um, Paco Rodriguez, that was another name everybody was high on. He didn't do shit in his career. Where is Paco? He's dead. He's not dead. No, I think he's at like Taco Bell now. Paco Paco Bell. Bell. I like the way we both came to that at, the, at the same time. Uh, so when I was initially like trying to recall these names, I, I couldn't remember his name. That's how bad it was. But So I just, I just typed down spin rate guy, to which I remembered it was Grant Dayton. It ah. was another guy that everybody was high on. Sure just like didn't work out. Now. Javi Guerra was a Dodgers closer at one That's point.
1: Godell. Eric Goodell AJ Gonzalez remind us Goodell. Thank you AJ
0: yeah, Eric Goodell The commissioner over there You got Josh Fields All those type of people There's a fair chance yummy's going to go on And have a decent career Or he's going to be One of those guys That signs with a, a number Of minor league deals and and or a few major league deals, he's gonna bounce in and out of baseball for the next six to seven, eight years, and then we're not really gonna care except for when he pitches against us and he, you know, lights us inevitably up. Inevitably,
1: shuts us down. <laughs> yeah, inevitably, his
0: immaculate inning against us. But um, let's dig in a little bit more. I don't know if we dug in enough to the big guy, which is Blake Trinan. Like you're looking at those numbers with him, because again, that that's really the dude. If if we're talking between. Gosman and Trinan. I, 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 who, who do you want more out of that lot? Oh, Trinan for
1: sure. Uh-oh. He's got he's got the record of success. He's got the closing experience, which is you know if you're looking at a reliever, <laughs> that's what you're really looking for. He's got the fastball velocity. He's got the spin rate, which is you know really popular with Friedman. So I'm just gonna throw that in there just because yeah. not necessarily that I agree with it, but very popular with him. He's got stuff that misses bats. He misses a lot of barrels, and uh, when he's at the top of his game, no one can really touch him. He's got a really high strikeout percentage. He's got a really good mix of pitches. Um, Gaussman, like you said, is like a fastball splitter kind of guy, which uh, those in terms of arm slots and things like that, they kind of come out of the same arm slot. They look a lot alike, and so those pitches are hard to differentiate from. So he is... He does have a good mix in that sense, but I just think that training's the better pickup here. Mm-hmm. And He is; a, they're both reclamation projects. There's yeah. no getting around that. But I think you have a better chance of a bounce back with him as opposed to Gaussman.
0: So, so now let let's uh, let's opine and analyze here a little bit. This is the first time in in uh, nearly 15 years that Rick Honeycutt isn't going to be the guy behind the arms of of these rec- reclamation projects and all that. Do you think? how or i should say how much of a difference do you think might happen without having honey back there helping with these dudes
1: you know honey's like an old school guy so you keep in mind he's still going to be around the organization he is going to be around and he's going to be you know one of those consultants you know like teams always hire like ex players as consultants which, which basically means that they're just there and they're <laughs> on the field they don't do anything they you know it's going to be one of those things like no, I Ichiro. Mean, Itro yeah. is a consultant. Itro doesn't really speak great English.
0: Jose know throws BP.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like, it, th- those are kind of what those guys do. So, <clears throat> I think in turn, yeah, I mean, you know, Honey, Honey's an old, old school kind of guy, and he's kind of the last one. He's kind of the last yeah. one in the entire organization that's like one of those old school coaches. So, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens with the pitching, what happens with the staff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm kind of watching Kershaw this year to see what happens without Honey. That's what I'm interested in. First of time. all, people, yeah. I'm interested in him because that's the first time in his career.
0: Uh, MLB.com writer Will Leich came up with his uh, his list of each uh, one player from each team that's uh, he thinks you know can have a breakout or or you know will have a big 2020 season, and you know he really reached. When he said Cody Bellinger, but he also threw in a surprising. I think you know we see vintage Clayton Kershaw, and I was like, man, this guy is just really trying to get
1: the comments flowing here. That that that's it. That's give me bad. like give me like a Greg Maddox at the end of his career kind of season. That's what I want out of Kershaw. <laughs> you know, just mixing in like Greg Maddox as a Dodger. That's what I want out of Kershaw. We'll we'll see
0: about uh we'll see about how Mark Pryor does with some of those guys. Uh, checking a few of the comments here. Charles Hamill is in the stream, friend of the show. Charles Hamill says, uh, we lost because the Astros cheated, period, Boomer. Who's the Boomer? Are you, Rick's not here.
1: And Boomer. And Boomer. (laughs) Perez, 1619,
0: thank you. Ronald Belisario is another one of those dudes. Think about, uh. Belisario. Who was the other? Ramon Troncoso. Ramon Troncoso.
1: Uh, I rest. think Ramon Choncoso only had a two seam fastball. I'm pretty sure that's all he threw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day. Jose Reyes,
0: Tony, uh, Tony Watson was a regret. Yeah, I mean there are definitely regrets out there here and there. But uh, it, just, it just happens. Cincinnati alive? Does he play sports? <sighs> he got didn't he get like traded back to Cincinnati or something? I don't even know where he is no. now. He's yeah, he's definitely he's dead. No Fomo. Yes, honeycut retired. Know. Yeah, help us out, Tim. Honey, uh, he is asking, wait, what? Honey is gone? Yes, he he retired, and now Mark Pryor is going to be the guy, and it looks like uh,
2: he didn't retire. Yeah, he got he did. promoted to the
1: no. Front office. No, they he gave him an old people job. He got depromoted. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. encouraged promoted to retire. To <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Hong Chi Kuo. Hong Chi Kuo. Hey, yeah. hey yeah. hitting us with some fire. Let's be Frank <laughs> Pod. Oh, man, I miss Hong Chi Kuo. What do you think he's doing nowadays? I want Taco Tuesday. Oh, he's got a food truck. Anyway, shifting
0: gears. MLB Warm Stove 2020. We were cold stove last week. Now it's warm stove because these last two days... All the writers are, I it just feel, I don't know, Gary, you've, you've gone through this longer. Does it seem like all the writers are just seeing if their Twitter fingers still work after like the, the, you know, the sort of early winter break and they're just yeah. tweeting everything. Like they're Steven Strasberg yeah. met with everybody. Garrett Cole and Rendon have now met with everybody. And of course everybody's going to take advantage of it, but of course they have, of course they're talking to these people.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the writers seem to take their break after the world series and all that kind of stuff. So it's like three weeks. Holidays and then Winter meetings comes up and then they get to type, talk to their favorite agents and find out their favorite news and see what they need to do to negotiate certain contracts
1: for everybody that's out there. So it's a big old game. Game. Of I do like the, uh, the, you know, the free agency in the hot stove of this offseason compared to obviously last offseason. Last so offseason so sucked, hard. dude. Nothing happened. Oh, it's Bryce Harper. It.
2: Oh, wait, Bryce Harper. Yeah, Harper did the, yeah, no, that, was, that was it, it was like conversation. nothing
1: happened from from like it was all rumors yeah. from a, the second the last pitch of the world series was thrown to Manny Machado <laughs> from the second that last <laughs> pitch was thrown all it was was rumors until February nothing else really happened but yeah, then yeah. you look at you know if you look at like NBA free agency which is like the first hour of NBA free agency is like everybody signs and yeah. then for like five months, there's nothing. There are small yeah. moves or yeah. small pickups or something like that. Or injuries. Which is cool for that one day. Or What's well, the draft picks? Yeah, NBA yeah. has their, their media cycle down. Yeah, uh, for I, sure. I
2: love how NFL uh, adjusted their media cycle. Like they adjusted their draft and then their combines to fit and then NFL yeah. NBA reacted. I think the MLB right now is trying to figure it out. Yeah,
1: so the MLB was for a little bit it was very uh like it was all December loaded. Like that's, that's for a yeah. long time that's yeah. what it was. That's when everybody signed was December. January and February. then yeah. freaking you know that guy came along <laughs> And he set the standard because uh, he didn't want all his players to sign until February, mm-hmm. and then it was like, all right, I guess we're not doing anything till February because we got to wait for the market to shape up. And then once all of Boris's players signed, it was like this mad rush to get everybody else signed before spring yeah. training because nobody wanted to sign before Boris before Boris, uh players signed on because well, they yeah. wanted to set the market, yeah. create a market for players. Well, plus, and to those get are more the money.
0: franchise-altering players.
1: Yeah, it's not like these are like B-level guys or role players. I think there should they're be a, they're the guys. Max. Contract deadline.
2: You, I think there if, should be two yeah, for because baseball. That takes up so much of your budget. You really have to take a look at, you know, by Christmas time, you know, figure out your budget and then you can plan for the next two months to sign yeah. the middle tier players.
1: That fills out your team. That's how it's supposed to work, right? Well, the current CBA is expiring pretty damn soon. 2021. So, uh, I yeah. think we're going to see something oh, crazy happen. It's going to be huge or changes. Probably so, a strike. So
0: you guys are more, uh, uh, let's not say that word right now yeah it's steve right so you guys are more on board with the idea of like uh a, a, an off-season deadline like a signing a player signing deadline or is well, it s- mostly
1: like a max contract deadline like similar to like uh i don't know most most other major sports that's kind of how they do no, it. no that the
2: uh nfl doesn't have it
1: nba well, have it. nfl is different though in the sense that like nfl contracts are way different than mm-hmm. any other sport though because nfl with like the fact that you can restructure a contract like. It's not common through any other sport, no. Really, I don't really know uh-huh. how NHL contracts work. I don't really watch. Boris, contracts. is that still a thing? Boris is uh,
2: playing the game. I mean, he he's smart enough to play the game where he's holding the teams all hostage, everybody, the whole league hostage. Oh yeah, you know and because he's that's make the first. Players players money. Well, I mean, like, it's yeah. not like it's not so,
0: the owners and the teams that are doing the same thing. They, er- yeah, yeah, everybody Everyone does. The same you know who thing. wants yeah. these players? And with with Cole, it's Anaheim, it's L A, mm-hmm. it's New York, and those uh, are pretty much the, the key. The Angels are in L A. Never heard of her. Those are the, th- like the three major players that want it, uh, want the Cole, and they're they're not even necessarily playing against each other. I mean, hmm. you know, we saw, uh, I think it was Heyman today that said that, that the Yankees are afraid of Anaheim and L.A. For, when it comes to Garrett Cole. It's like, all right, well, then shift your, your focus and just go overwhelm Strasburg.
2: I mean, I'll take it back. I'm not, I mean, thinking about it, I'm not a big fan of the max contract deadline because – it sucks for the player. You it know, does. And, the and, players and earn the right to make and a decision about. And the you V3. know the
1: next CBA yeah. is going to be more player oriented. It's yeah. not. Oh, it's not yeah. Nothing is ever going to be more qualifying. is going to be ever. gone for sure. Yeah. yeah, and if not gone, at least severely, severely adjusted in some way, shape, or form. But there's going to be more it's money with, without minor league too. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you, know. you want minor leaguers to make more money. You want all these guys to be making more money. And then, you know, at the same time, you also want the market to get moving a lot quicker than it has. And it seems like this year it's kind of picked itself up like mm-hmm. for, with no real motivation other than, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird offseason. Like, you're seeing a lot of moving parts, really. Some of the bigger names drop off the list. But yeah. I think it's just because a lot of teams that already know, like, hey, we're not going after those guys. Like, mm-hmm. we know they're going to cost a lot of money. We're not going after Garrett Cole. We know he's going to cost a lot of money. We're not getting Anthony Rizzo. We well, the, know he's going to cost a lot of
0: money. The White Sox put themselves probably a season back, and they're reading on Harper, and they're waiting on Machado. And, of course, they were going to get spurned by those players because they yeah. had— well, they had I, they had visions of better off uh, options, and I don't know if Manny ended up with the option he wanted, but he ended up with a hell of a lot of money. Um, now you're, you're seeing, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with it, but yeah, they're uh they're, with White Sox and that you're talking about that. Yeah, it's like you know what? Let's 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 set the market now. Let's not even screw screw the market. Let's just
1: get what we need. I like it. It's great. It's really setting the tone for everybody else. And hopefully, it gets these guys signed quicker so they can get with their teams quicker, so we know what to prepare for quicker. We have something to write about quicker, yeah. you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, but then we'll be like, have
0: like three months off of nothing baseball. Imagine if you didn't like, you're, I mean, we're all just oh, waiting. Kind of, kind of though. We're but then waiting we have, for anything from Rosenthal to but say. Like, we have so
1: much potential to write about within, you know, a team structure and what to expect from a roster and lineup build and things yeah. like that. So many things to prepare for. This is just all personal. This has nothing to do with you guys. I apologize. But uh Gary, what does Scott Boris make on a contract?
2: Is it 10%? It's so probably 10%? Yeah, it's, That's probably Boris. 10%, 10% yeah. Percent. it's probably
1: more than that. Mm. This is uh, uh, I don't know I think know, man. no no no, I think it's pretty a decent.
2: I think it's a, a uh, players association and agency have to sign a certain contract. I mean, there's a standard, I think. I don't think there's anything
1: more than 10%. So you're telling me he's making 30 million dollars on Bryce Harper? Yeah, he made a ton less. Yeah, he made a ton less last you know.
0: Sources are telling us that the
1: Astros just offered the trash can a max contract. Hmm. Wait, Addison Russell? thank you jose rod uh, tim uh, thinks it's four percent so we're all over the map guys we, somebody call boris get him on the line let me call him we good. need to know get him on text him uh, tim also
0: says that Heyman is a boris leaking guy
1: what
2: <laughs> send send boris a tiktok let Wait, know. Tis, we need it's four percent over oh there's tears huh right I'm sure there should be tears like I'm if sure. it's a certain amount yeah. of t- max contract then yeah yeah, because it's like well, Ariana no way Grande making that uh, much money. Ariana Grande has, or not that much. No more tears left to cry,
1: allegedly. Because her ponytail fell off. I don't. I don't know what that means. Uh, Let's be frank. Podcast uh, also agrees that the uh, qualifying offer has to go. Jake we Garrison
0: backs it up with right around four percent. So if we see two people on the internet tell us four percent, that's got to be right. If two people agree, uh, that's
2: four percent plus four percent is eight percent, Oh, Moving on so on the stove.
0: So, yeah, the new stuff on the warm stove. Like we already said, Strasbourg is meeting with teams, including
1: L.A. That happened uh, over the weekend. That, do you do you give in like does this mean anything to you when when they report that uh, specifically the Dodgers, I don't really care about everybody else right now, but when they say that players met with the Dodgers, that uh, does that actually mean anything to you other than the fact that the Dodgers have the most money in baseball and they have imagine to imagine these guys meeting, meeting with Bryce Harper in Vegas. They're doing no, they too, remember yeah. that
0: never happened even though the flight yeah. was purchased, but <laughs> even though his sorry, even though his personal charter was, was commissioned. Chartered. Chartered it, I mean, it does and it doesn't. It, it at least gives you the, the idea. I mean, the fact that, that it's happening, I think, before the winter meetings, I don't know if that's more telling because usually those kind of conversations start at the winter meetings a little bit more. It's like, hey, Scott, hey, Andrew, let's talk. Yeah, I'm assuming that's how it goes. It's like the start <laughs> of a bad
2: porno, but let, let us talk. Let us talk. But How's it going? You know, <laughs> what do you think he's worth? Like That's the really surface level questions that are going to mm-hmm. be out there
1: and that's what starts the I would reporters. love to sit on like the initial like sit down with a player because you we know let's go to San Diego sit in the lobby that's fine you I'm going to do. I'm gonna stay home I got to
0: i I'm going to have to like
1: Because depend, depending on like tiers of players I'm sure they like get yeah, like you know with like
2: uh, yeah, who's a who's a big name like two or three years
1: ago the Dodgers were after uh, Don't remember. Somebody that they sat down team. with basically sat down and they explained what the next five years would look like for mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Like this is the direction we're heading. This is what we think we're going to do with a team. This is what mm-hmm. we're hoping to accomplish in those next five years. Wasn't it a pitcher? It might have been actually been Manny. Like in the in the process of them trying to re-sign him. I'm uh, mm-hmm. thinking of something like that. No, that's the same offseason as Bryce. There you go. It's yeah. probably that then. Um yeah. but you know you, you think about that, depending on the tiers of player, that's probably what a sit down looks like. It's like, hey, you you're com- you want to commit five to ten years, depending on who you are, of your life to a team. You should probably know what we're about and what yeah. we're heading and the direction we're going. We're not rebuilding, we're not building a team around you. Yeah. You are part of the winning process, and here's how it is, and what we're gonna do to get us to that promised land, to get yeah. us a World Series and get us another one after that. Like this is what we're planning on, and yeah, you that's can a get page. us there. Yeah, but that's any of these that's any pitch. of these yeah.
0: players should see the organization and you know you can look at the Dodgers they're not rebuilding they're not going to build something around you no you're a they're complimentary pick I, I hate to um, uh, I hate to interrupt you your way really slow buttons, I, was, I, had, I mean I had options it was he's been drinking know, it was those
1: three this, this, this personal foul sponsored by Buchanan's
0: oh I should have another sh-
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get it to <clears throat> pour fast enough
0: yeah that was that was an uncomfortable pouring era uh, era time ERA mm-hmm. I was pouring ERA mm-hmm. uh, anyways get back to your question yeah I mean it it, it it sparks a little bit of excitement I guess when you hear that a team is talking to player you want
1: yeah I mean for sure it's just something to get the fans excited about first of all like you want to know that your team is actually talking to a player I would much rather hear a report that the Dodgers are sitting down with Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg than the Dodgers are not sitting down with Anthony <laughs> Rendon and Steven Strasburg for sure <laughs> was a stink year. Buchanan. I got really excited about uh, Anthony Rendon uh, coming to the Dodgers. <clears throat>
2: Texas is in major play for
1: Rendon. Apparently. Apparently. So here's the thing. Texas, uh, Texas is playing in their new stadium. Yeah, so they want and, to you would think the timing of playing in a new stadium is going to match up with a big name signing and that just makes sense you'd want to bring players out to or fans out to the new stadium you know when uh when teams move into these new places they're kind of looking to reestablish their brand you know they're trying to change up their whatever and the rangers haven't been good for quite a while so if you're looking at them moving into a new stadium you're like all right they could sign one of the biggest names in free agency. It actually would make sense because you want fans to be excited to come out to the games and not just because they're like, oh, we're just going to go out to the new stadium and eat and watch the Rangers lose without Adrian Beltre. Yeah, we're going to actually watch a good team play with a good player and be excited about our new team. And you know, what do the Rangers have to be excited about other than... Joey Joey Gallo. Like <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that awful I think yeah, it was, was an M L B a... writer? I forget who I is. I thought it was a joke.
0: Like, like it, was it was a such a bad trade. Like it is the Dodgers most... trade
1: all of their top prospects for Joey Gallo. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: to to kinda shift off of our, our sort of topics and that we had in mind here, like do you and, and people on the internet feel free to play along, but do you guys get that feeling that other, I'd say media types and other organizations, but mainly media types just don't understand the value of dodger players or are we as as prospect huggers
1: overvaluing I think, some of these i think players? for sure that uh, like it within your own individual organizations fan bases definitely overvalue their own prospects and that's understandable you watch these guys grow up you watch these guys evolve become better players grow in the rankings for mm-hmm. prospect rankings you know i think about guys like you know tim rogers who's watched these guys since they were like 18 years old play in the minor league system and right off the bat, you know, Tim knew like these were going to be big dudes. Like these guys are going to be really important in a mm-hmm. couple of years. And they get to that point where they're a top five prospect all of a sudden. And, you're, and Tim's like, yeah, see, I told you they're really good. Mm-hmm. They have really good potential. You look at another team and they're just like, all right, yeah, that's a good prospect, but you never know with prospects. You, no. you never know. You never know how they're going to shape up. Some prospects just tank. It just happens. You oh, know, yeah. there are pro- number one prospects from two <laughs> years ago that are no longer playing baseball. Joel Guzman, anybody? That yeah. was that I was mean, the savior uh, of the what's, Dodgers what's in two thousand five. Mark Apple. Oh, Mark Appel, Mark Apples. <laughs> the, that guy's not playing baseball anymore. Pick, isn't Yeah, it? yeah. There's a number of them. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a bunch that are like that. So you just never know. So when you're an MLB writer and you look at that and you don't know the Dodgers very well, or maybe mm-hmm. you don't pay attention to their games, or maybe you don't watch, you know, Oklahoma City Dodger games, or maybe you just you don't.
0: You just look at a player that makes sense on another team. So you just go
1: to you just grab some prospects. Yeah, you just and go, and go to like their top. Oh, let's get like one, two, and seven in there. We have a Joey Gallo. His name's Jock Peterson. He strikes out <laughs> slightly less. That I think that's uh, that's the name of this. That's, that's the that's the the, the the drop right there. We have a Joey Gallo. His name's Jock Peterson. Jock, if you're listening, Sorry. don't love you. Oh, hey, I mean, all right.
0: Bring up a compelling argument. There. I'm pretty
1: sure he's heard like something I've said about him before because he's given me some glares. I don't think he
0: knows what's going on. I think half he the knows time. you. Just he looks like, at he, me as just like, like Kike knows you. Cream. He's a nice kid.
1: He likes you. He's a nice kid. I, I, I don't.
0: I don't mind the jock. Future. Um, future White Sox. Future jock of famer. It was Mike Miner. The trade, by the way, for right. you kids out there that don't know it. Mike Miner and and uh, uh, Joey Gallo for what was it? Verdugo and Ruiz. And the thing was like he was like Verdugo and, and Dustin May, and then maybe one more like like Kiber Ruiz. Ruiz. <laughs> Who's the number one prospect?
1: <laughs> in the system. Thanks for leaning away. I appreciate it. I know you. how to work a mic. Yeah. Um I just like go like just right into it.
0: <laughs> like how
1: stupid uh who puts that together and is like,
0: you know, they're typing it up and like, hmm, you know what? That is a mighty I am proud of myself. I shall I shall jerk off with pride tonight. I'm assuming that's what writers do. Like I don't know. Let us know in the comments below if that's happened. My name is uh Clint Evans by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jose Rod says East Coast bias, in when it comes to Pedro bias, Pedro bias. <laughs> Damn it! I think the Buchanan's is working for you as well. Hey, it's good.
1: It's going well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really dumb. It was an exceptionally bad one, but um, yeah, Rendon met with L.A. He met with Texas. Like you said, they they have that desperate need to to fill in the the gaping hole that was left by by a uh, former former Dodger. Dodger legend, future Hall of
1: Famer Adrian Beltre. Um, Um, Let's be frank. Pride. kind of brings up one of the points that we're talking about, though. When you're talking about trade value for people, uh, they say you can only pray that a guy like Gavin Lux would end up as good as Frankie Lindor. So when you're talking about prospects, when you're thinking about Mm -hmm. these guys that are super highly touted within your organization, there's no telling what they're going to become. You hope that they're going to be Lindor. Probably won't. But you hope they will. And so when you're looking at trades and you're considering the value behind these trades and you're considering trading away these guys for superstars like Lindor, you look at Lux and suddenly you're like, all right do i do i trade away the maybe for the for sure
0: that's not joey gallo and mike minor for three of your top that's different that's straight up
1: disrespectful i want to i want to talk to that writer i just want to i just want to talk i just want to talk that's it i'll tie my hands behind my back i just want to talk about it but (laughs) just like (laughs) headbutt, joey gallo are you kidding me trash oh my god trash move I'm upset. Talk about something.
0: <laughs> More ro- warm stove that, that people might uh, not be overly happy with. But uh, Babe Ryu, Hunjin Ryu, is uh, apparently possibly bound for Minnesota. The twins are looking at him. They're kicking uh, kicking the tires on him.
1: He actually makes sense. He makes, he makes a, a lot, lot of sense, sense they, for Minnesota. They have...
0: Who do they have? No, not like, Berrios. Like they o- do have Barrios.
1: They do. He's like an Odorizzi type. Yeah. Not necessarily have, that he is Odorizzi, but he they is have Odorizzi type. They have
0: Berrios. It's a mix in that veteran... Uh, Veteran presence. Bring you veteran presence. And now a southpaw. And a southpaw. Like that really helps them. uh, You know, know, stay ahead of that AL Central. That sort of sort of you know sputtered this uh, this pet wall. I mean, it's been sputtering for a while. But the Cleveland's
2: didn't make it for once. But um. (laughs) he's not going to Minnesota. I mean, he he just got married. Anaheim. His wife will be so. Oh, she'll be cold. She (laughs) be as she. She's as white as the snow there. Is she pregnant? Or yes. does she have a kid, pregnant? Pre- she's pregnant. Huh? Yeah, she expecting. She needs family. It's the to She's gonna make the decision. Yeah, she's gonna be. That's, so that's why said. I think angels. Like you guys threw out angels like two months ago. I like, still think it's the angels. 100%. I still think angels it's the most angels. likely. I
1: think the angels go really hard after Cole, don't get him, and then pivot to him. That's what I think yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also am not yeah, a professional like, or oh, even an amateur. Taken. Yeah.
0: So uh, this one from one professional like myself to another professional like a uh, Brook Smith over here. Do you think uh you know I I don't care. We we've talked enough about Wheeler. We talked about that. we we're done with Rival Club season right now. Let, let's get into the real stuff. Uh how much do you read into or do you agree with the fact that, you know, the big news today was the Yankees are afraid of the Dodgers and the Angels when it comes to Garrett Cole? Do, do you guys uh you guys think I'm, that's I'm that's getting, legit mean, enough? Legit.
1: Garrett Cole has you know, like I get I get I definitely, definitely get the geor- geographical bias like of players. Mm-hmm. Like of course you want to play near your home. That makes sense to me. I understand Did that. You but your home? to be fair, Garrett Cole has said it himself, like, it doesn't matter where I play. I don't I don't care if I play on the East Coast or I play in the South. I've played in the South, I play in the North. It doesn't matter. Like I want to play for a winning team.
2: That's a Boris well, line.
1: Be, it is a, for sure a Boris line, yeah. but in terms of like that i would be more afraid of that for the dodgers than actually being on the west coast geographically because the dodgers are a very winning team so if you're looking at that you look at the yankees are the yankees built for long-term success that's to be determined are the dodgers built for long-term success that's almost 100 percent guaranteed they're built for long-term success can confirm so you don't really know i mean if i were i mean i'm obviously biased guys i get it not pedro biased i'm biased (laughs) if i'm looking at long-term success if i was going to say who's going to be the most successful over the next 10 years i would say the dodgers are going to be more successful than the yankees over the most next 10 years mostly because of the way they spent their money who they choose to spend it on the age of the established players and veterans on their team as opposed to to the dodgers who are a lot of young talent and a lot of money invested in some older guys but their contracts are almost up so i would say terms of long-term success probably the dodgers right so if i were him and i were basing it off of
2: that I pick the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm biased too. I think Garrett Cole, absolutely. And the Dodgers need Gary Cole. They need that starting pitcher. They need pitching. somebody. They need <laughs> a starting pitcher to come in to replace Ryu and Rich Hill mm-hmm. and have that uh, Rich Hill-like like veteran presence kind of, you know? Bring presence. presents. Yeah. I mean, the, the pitchers that we have right now, May, Gonsolin, Bueller, Udias. I, I don't think Udias is going to be a, a, a starter. He is. They already said it. Yeah, I just don't think he's
1: gonna. I don't think he's gonna. Lie. Well, they also said he wasn't gonna be a starter, and then he was. <laughs> he's trade bait, so you never know.
0: Mm, the Astros want him.
1: <laughs> trade him.
0: They've held on to him for the so Cubs. long. Why wouldn't you? Because I, I don't like, know. I, I like his profile. Plus, he's, I want to see if Gorlo can lose some weight. <laughs> no, Jerk's jerk profile
1: went to San Diego.
0: Oh, I saw that. Good trade. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I'm on one right now. <laughs> as we as
0: we switch gears a little bit here, but not really. Like, let's look ahead to the winter meetings. Uh, you know, are things finally going to heat up for real at the winter meetings? And more importantly, I'll ask everybody here in this room. And I, I Anthony, you can go ahead and turn your mic towards you too, because I want to ask you: Do you guys, as everybody here, let's get the consensus? Do people think uh, one of the big name players will actually get signed? The, during the winter meetings, let's let's lead off with you, Gary. No way. All right, that's a no way. What Sorry. do you think,
1: Anthony? No.
2: Definitely Thank you. No. Hey, that's that's a that's two nos. There
1: you go, Nice addition to that. Um, <laughs> during the winter meetings? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, for fun, I'm going to say yes.
0: One of them signs, and I'm saying like one of the top five guys, and let's include Zach Wheeler as one of the big time guys. Let's say it. I'm going to go. I'll say big Zach time. Wheeler goes big time. What's the bet? Anytime.
2: Uh, what's the bet? I don't know. You against the room. You have to drink this <laughs> in one swig. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Uh, Real FRG was found dead. D E D. Dead. Dead. D-E dead. Because a train ran him over. Not because you drank. <laughs> I would have gone the wrong way. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Uh, they teach you where. Tra- where they go.
0: Wheeler is going to go to one of Texas or or the uh, or the White Sox. I just I get that feeling. And White Sox have the money already in his hand. They're like, please just take
1: this. White it's Sox. Like, White Sox need pitching for it's a like, very good offense. It's too. like
0: a grandma trying to give you money, and you're like, no, grandma, I don't need it. No, you keep it's your money. Take it. <laughs> you take the money. Why my grandma is Adam Sandler? I don't know, but you <laughs> take the
1: money. It's <laughs> good. It's really good. Thank you. <laughs> you do a good Adam
0: Sandler <laughs> In terms of uh, the Dodgers, though, and, and winter meetings-wise, it, it, I mean, it feels to me, and maybe I'm I'm just uh, biased towards hatred of having lost in the NLDS, but it feels like nothing really ever gets done at the winter meetings, Dodger-wise. Uh, last season was Joe Kelly, randomly. Like, the
1: deal was in place. It was just like, boom, Kelly. We were like, like Okay. That, Whoa, all right.
0: Why? But all right, whatever. But I don't know. Th- Am I wrong in saying nothing happens <laughs> at these winter meetings?
1: You're not wrong. I think conversations are had, not. But, you know, if you're a player, specifically if you're a player agent, why, are, you know, why let that happen at the winter meetings? Like, let that play out a little bit. Let markets develop. Let bidding war start. <laughs> let those owners talk to each other because eventually they're going to let it slip that they're interested in certain players. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. No, no doubt about it. You're going to talk to each other about them. Why not? I mean, why not wait till after the winter meetings? It just makes sense. Like, you're not losing any value by waiting longer to be signed. That that much is true, unless you're, like, a mediocre player. In which case, you're going to see mediocre players come off the board. But when you're a top player like that, your market value doesn't dive. That doesn't happen.
0: But then you can start to, like, the, the sooner it happens, like you were saying, you know, you, the sooner you can start to sort of prognosticate and roster bait with these things. Like, who mm. else makes sense? Like, if I can go out bah. and get Cole at the, at the winter meetings not Cole Hamels but Garrett Cole if I can go get him then you can start to plan the rest of Cole Calhoun Cole Calhoun yeah no also a free agent no that's a, that's a no for me dog maybe get Adam Sandler back here Tim uh, I think it was Tim, no no Jose Rod says uh, Matt Kemp got traded
2: eh, I
0: guess at the winter meetings mhm oh, do you remember that no <laughs> Zach Andrews says, we trade for Lindor at the Winter Meetings. Wow. <laughs>
1: what are Samuel you? says, can Jed Jerko stay in L.A. and work with y'all on the show? I, oh, God. Sorry, I, I have wish. standards. I'm sorry, Sam. Oh, God. <laughs> Jed, if you're listening and you want a spot on the show, you can take mine. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm just kidding. It could be called Clinton the Jerk. Oh, my oh. God. It's such a good show. Jerk off with Clint. <laughs> Delayed,
0: delayed clap. I love giving the (laughs) delayed clap. All right, that's the show. (laughs) I don't know. Just like the more I think about Andy, shut down. The more I think (laughs) about Andy Friedman, and the more I think about like the moves that have happened. Like, there's not much. Last year was Joe' his first year operating like like without Farhan in a while. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, think about it. So, and and even like the, the I wanted to talk about this last week. Even like the fringe moves. That that Farhan did this year They weren't that good Was Farhan like ultimately the brains behind it? There was no Muncie types There was no Chris Taylor Or, or even Brandon Morrow's in the rough
1: well, I mean there was like a There, there was, was like Adam the Klerick Kleric
0: And Casey Sadler Two dudes from Tampa Sorry pass I like Tampa Yeah he used to work there Not Miami
1: <laughs> All I do is win. Yeah, I mean, those fringe moves definitely didn't happen. And I think of all years of, I mean, I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this since when they lost in 2017. So I'm just going to keep saying it. All the years. This is the year to not do that with the fringe guys. This is the year to sign the big names. This is the year to pay some money out. This is the year to give me a World Series. I swear to God, if I don't get one. This this feels forced. I've been waiting
0: a long time for World Series (laughs) anyways anyways uh to continue on with our final segment which is called jerk off with Clint," <laughs> is that is that the new name of the episode jerk out with clint <laughs> oh we gotta we gotta dump out a, a, a few uh mlb headlines just dump them out guys i i i don't know if i'm happy or if i'm indifferent or if i really don't care Moose finally got his ears. Mike Mustakas signed a multi-year contract. It only took him two off-seasons, but he finally got it. Poor guy, man.
1: Well, what, he made 18 the mil the past two Why years. Why does everybody... I mean he uh, when you look at him in comparison to like players of his caliber yeah. though, severely underpaid mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't get the hate for moose. I mean I do I like the statistics in like when you do yeah. deep dive on his on statistics around him, he's not a modern not player. player not no. a modern player at yeah. all, so I get it, but also kind of sucks that he just hasn't he's, gotten paid
0: he's like a 2005 2008 superstar he's an
1: MVP 2005 player you yeah know that game.
0: Oh, no, 4 4 for me. The one with mm. Pujols on the cover? Ah. Crushed it.
1: Yeah. Killed the game, son.
0: With non-tender day passing us on Monday, a couple things happened that were of, of note. One we already alluded to is the first time ever that a player got an MVP vote and was non-tendered by their club. So, hey, that yeah. vote was totally
1: well worth it. Dumbass. Who is, who is that guy? I didn't. Did they ever say who it was? Yeah, it was a... Come out, coward. Coward the the giants rider uh baggerly no no shulman the one who's offended henry by henry shulman the one who's offended by every word ever <laughs> And vulgarity of, of Dodger Stadium music because apparently DJ Severe does is not a professional. Oh, apparently. that's right. That he, guy, screw that guy. Oh my gosh, that's the first guy that I ever got into a, like a Twitter battle with. By which I mean oh. I was battling myself on Twitter within his comments. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's another what I thing. Mean.
1: I can't stand that guy. He's the worst. he does not deserve to write about baseball, let alone get a vote. Oh, oh my s- goodness gracious, Stupid. was it? Oh, that's Pilar, that's, Kevin
0: Pilar. What? Like where? Number one, Kevin how Alar. dare you? Number two, where do you get off? So for you, Travis Yeah, Yes, which MVP is worse, Darno? Or hey, Justin Turner's I'm in the stream. It, man. That's good. It's totally real Justin Turner too, because he says next year we'll achieve world champion. That's Asian Justin
1: Turner. So this is uh,
0: <laughs> this is this is jinglish Justin Turner in the stream, guys. He uh, says so we so we should Garrett get Garrett Cole. Cole.
1: Good call. Good
0: call, JT. <laughs> AJ on the guitar says he's Pilar's agent. <laughs> give give AJ a couple of points and a bike bell because I 'm gonna hit get it. him paid. Speaking of people that are good on Twitter, like AJ. Hey, friend of the show. AJ. Uh Courtney Turner, oh, the yeah. wife of Justin Turner, who's Who here is in the, the stream. stream being forever the queen of clapbacks, clap back at the Mets beautifully on non-tender day when she's like, how did that turn out? Or however that, I forgot exactly what it was she said, but she retweeted the, on this day in history, the throwback clapback of, um, you know, what the hell was it? You know, the, 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 the Mets The release. non-tender. Yeah, they not tender him. She's just never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. I love I that. think that worked out pretty well for, for her, especially.
1: Yeah, she got that ring. Mm-hmm. Different ring, not the ring we want, but she got that ring. I
0: mean, I, I, JT's a handsome boy. He seems they're fun married, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're married. Years years ago. Ago. Courtney, Sorry, yes, he is married to Courtney
2: Turner. Uh, I thought they were just like it was that winter bang of marriage
0: <laughs> Yeah, the winter of marriage, and this it's off-seasons. The winter of babies, apparently. Yeah, Dylan Floro had a baby. My friend had a baby. They said he wasn't there at his at his own birth, baby birth. Your friend had a baby? Yes. <laughs> the baby was a no-show.
1: <laughs> the baby didn't. BFA'd the baby.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, Brooke, why don't you hit us with a, a couple of headlines?
1: Uh, apparently, the Dodgers want to trade for a human piece of garbage. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Hader, don't you hate her talking about this? Wait, the Dodgers are interested in haters? No. no. What? Uh, yeah. Apparently, there's some uh, interest in hater... Trey Tug. Milwaukee's reportedly interested in moving the dominant piece of crap as written by you. That's good writing. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well done there. Mm-hmm. So basically they're willing to listen in on uh you know offers for him. I really think it's a bad offers for him. They might as well hold on to him because they've already held on to him despite everything, even though he's a piece of crap and his values well, probably I mean, never that, gonna that get was, any higher. What that was two years ago now, so it doesn't really count anymore. Oh yeah. We yeah. tend to forget about that. Remember, things. he was he was young. Yeah. I still haven't forgotten Plexico Burris shooting himself in the leg, so I'm not going to forget about that. <laughs> don't don't ever forget. Uh, happy Throwback Tuesday, kids. Plexico, now, miss you. With,
0: with Hader, too. With Hader, they're in a really tough spot because he is, like, the first ever case of his style or of his type when, when it comes to arbitration. He is basically, like, was their closer, but he's, like, a three-inning, lights-out, swingman dude, but also, you know... He his outfielder Grisham couldn't make that play, so he lost to to the Nats and the the thing and whatever. But you know, anyways, good call, yeah, good call, <laughs> <They're> absolutely right.
1: <laughs> Sorry, current Padres outfielder Trent uh, Grisham. I saw a lot of people say that they wouldn't mind having him on the team. You know, if we're gonna insert my own personal thoughts and opinions, I don't want him anywhere near my team. I mean, obviously, baggage dfa
0: like never happened. Hell yeah, give me the Josh Hader and I mean imagine Hater with well Baggage. Imagine Hater with good Kenley. Oh. and rest in ooh. peace, good Kenley. <laughs> bless up. And <laughs> good Joe Kelly. Rest in peace, good Joe, bless up. They're having twins, by the way. That's the off season of the baby. Kenley and Joe Kelly.
1: <laughs> yes. That's cool. <laughs> Lesby Frank says he, he's he's what Andrew Miller was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, and that's right. Andrew Miller was supposed to be. Oh man, Andrew Miller. What happened? He died when he went to St. Louis. KK hit a home run off of him one time, and he was never the same. Well, what are we talking about?
0: I don't know. I think we're we're at that that point where it's it's wrap it up. You know, it's been a odd
1: an odd show. Maybe I don't know if we weren't what drunk enough one. early,
0: or we should have been
1: drunk more in the middle. Next time we start and end with Buchanan's. Buchanan's. It's what's for breakfast. Until then, you can find us on the internet (laughs) at DodgersNation.com. We
0: will be bringing you every single little morsel of uh, Dodgers content and any of the content where the players we want are possibly going elsewhere. You can subscribe to Blue Evan on
1: iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, oh, so many more. So many more. I am at B 3 This guy over here on my right is at RealFRG. We are both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at DodgersNation on Twitter, at OfficialDodgersNation on Instagram. Huge thank you to our crack production team, Mr. Gary on my left, Mr. Anthony, also on my left thank you guys for all your questions and comments and if you guys listen to us daily if you guys listen to us in the car like teresa does in arizona if you guys are always supporting us we want to thank you so much for that because you make our dreams come true you make us truly the happiest podcast hosts on the planet we want to thank you for everything that you guys do for us in this season of thanks
0: that's what we're doing season of thanks
1: last week yeah whatever i'm thanking them now
0: you making my dreams come true.
1: And we got banned for that. Thank you guys so much for your questions and comments. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.
2: Bye. In a roaring stadium. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.